Hey, welcome back to the program. My name is Alan Carter. I appreciate you spending some of your time with me this hour. We are in the midst of a long, hot, dry summer in the province of Ontario. Ontario crops in some places are suffering because of a lack of water. We got some some precipitation this week, which will help a lot. In Niagara region, in the grape-growing uh, areas of the province, you would think, you know, lots of sunshine, warm temperatures might lead to a pretty decent crop this year around. But a lot of damage was done earlier this year in the midst of our very, very cold and frigid and snowy and ice-bound winter. To talk more about what's going on with grape growing in the province of Ontario, I'm pleased to welcome to the program Matthias Openlander, who is the chair of the Grape Growers of Ontario and owner of Hubel Grapes Estate. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Uh, so are you contending here with the damage from the winter? Is that the biggest issue right now? Yes, it's uh, it's quite it's quite a large issue for us this year. Yes, we had quite a significant damage this past winter. So, what happened in the winter, and what is happening now in terms of grape growing? Well, what happened is uh, this winter was a, a follow up from a very very wet fall. We've had a fairly large crop last year, and in September and October we saw forty percent more rain than we normally do. It just didn't give the grapes the the sun and and the, the sunshine they needed to store up the energy to survive the winters, the cold winters that we here get in Ontario and Canada. So we are surprised we sustained significant damage to an extent that the crops probably down to 50%. What really surprised us, we lost a lot of grape vines as well. So there's acres and acres that have to be removed and replanted, which was a big surprise to us. So what does this mean for grape growers? I mean, we often think of vintners, but there are obviously smaller uh, farmers and, and those that, that provide grapes to uh, other wineries. Overall, how is the industry doing? Well, it's, it's pretty tough for the grape growers. Uh, you know, this comes uh, on, on the heels of a pandemic. As we all know, input costs are up dramatically. Our costs are up to between 30 and 40%. And the margins were declining from even before that already. So uh, we're looking at a significant loss. Like in my own operation, we fared somewhat better. We we probably have we didn't lose any grapes or any uh, vineyards, but we're looking at a 50 or 60% loss uh, of income. And for the ones that have to remove uh, vineyards and then replant these vineyards again, it's a significant cost on the heel of declined margins, increased costs. So um, we have to consider what we do do in our future if it's really uh, worthwhile replanting these grapes. And uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a tough business to be in. It, are there some who are considering planting something else other than grapes? It's pretty tough here in the Niger Peninsula where we uh, where we grow the grapes, which is a very unique location. So we when we have harder clay soils, so other crops uh, except tender fruit, maybe some uh, you know. Uh, but you know, obviously, you have to have the market for it. But uh, we cannot just switch to cash crops, right? So, and and one of the things is we ours is a perennial crop, right? So we're in for the long term, really. Um, all of this will end up, I'm, I'm certain, in terms of cost increases uh, for consumers, will it not? Um, well, that, that's a pretty that's challenging to do this. Obviously, we're in a very competitive marketplace. Uh, you know, where you know everybody uh, you know likes to sell wine into Ontario. The LCBO starts uh, you know wines from all around the world. You know, and the imports. So we need to be competitive with imports. We've got to we got to be careful at what we do. 
Um, if you had an opportunity to sit down at the uh, Ontario cabinet table, what would you tell Doug Ford? What would you tell his cabinet? Well, yeah, that's obviously, you know, what we've learned through this pandemic is that we need to put, the, put domestic production first, you know, and, you know, we've learned that, you know, we cannot rely on other countries and imports. And we need to put, the, especially in horticulture and, and in agriculture, and, and we need to put domestic production first. We need to make policies that make sure that the farmers can survive that puts domestic first on the shelf and, uh, you know, and uh, that we have a chance of competing against the imports. You're talking placement in, in stores. You're, you're talking that being as uh, mandated from the government. Well, we're not talking really mandated, but you know, like the policies, just like any other countries that put domestic first, we are treated like an importers in our own province. And, you know, our market share when it comes to VGA wines is pretty, pretty low. We're less than 10%. So we need to make sure that, that all the policies drive local and domestic production and, and the people understand and go and, and, and support VQA. Mateus, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Please be well. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Mateus Ovenlander is chair of the Grape Growers of Ontario and owner of Hubel Grapes Estates. If you ever spent any time in Niagara region, you know what he's talking about, that hard clay, and you see vineyard after vineyard. Uh, it has been incredibly difficult for those vineyards to continue to turn a profit, especially when you have a situation with the weather that we've had in the last 18 months. And even though it's bright and sunny out there and you think to yourself, man, those grapes must be just, mm -mm, get me some of this 2022 wine in a couple of years. That's not necessarily the case. 